millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 17 of Mysteries of the Unexplained, a paranormal podcast with myself, William O'Hanlon and the gorgeous, fantabulous, one in 1,100 million. Her name is... Anya Myra Han. <laughs> Which is Irish for... Annie Gan, and also um, it's a Sumerian also language for big dog. <laughs> Just kidding. I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to say big titties or something like that. But no. Oh, Annie! Oh, get them out first there now. Give us a goo. Speaking of which, just before I came on there, I watched uh, Megan the Stallion's new video, and I was like, my jaw, like which is considerable just nearly actually hit off the desk I was like holy moly I, I, I'm I an old person because this is like looks like porn mm-hmm. to me oh you're obsessed with her I'm kind as of, you keep on repeating but sure we leave you off I'm kind it. of obsessed with Megan the Stallion but I like uh, like she shocks she still shocks me every time as much I was like holy moly I didn't think it could get more like you know like tits and ass than, than WAP but it did it did Hello. Oh, well, you keep dropping off the edge off. of the planet on me. Hi, the back. Are you back? Yeah, what's happening with your old WhatsApp there? I don't know. It just says reconnecting. I don't know what I was saying. I was saying that I'm an old person and I'm not able for the new videos anymore. Like when you told me to watch um, uh, mm. Little Naz's new video and you 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 FaceTime me to get my reaction. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> Yeah, you do have kind of a reaction of a, a boomer. Oh, that absolutely. kind of like shock, kind of <laughs> stunned reaction of stuff like that. Not that you'd be against it. You just kind of get a little bit like, oh, mama, oh, mama, mama, mama. Oh, no, 
know, but sure, we are from Catholic Ireland, and there are the left yeah. the, the hangovers of the old, um, you know, being under the thumb of the church for years. Still there, even though yeah. I feel like we have broken free a little bit. But there's there's always some Catholic shame in the background there. How was your week, William? How are you getting on? My week has been the same as the last few weeks since lockdown. Filled with boredom and sadness yeah. and longing to see my friends and such and such and such. But anyway, Annie, that's old bullshit. We're here today to tell a story. <laughs> and this week I have listened to you patrons who have requested that we tell an Irish story. Yay! Uh, you know, a paranormal story in Ireland and not one of those big ticket ones. I'm well, not talking about the two of, two of the Dan and Annie or I'm not talking about the children of Lear or any of that. I'm talking about the Cooneen ghost. <laughs> and I'm very, very excited to hear about the, the Cooneen ghost. But before we do, I must remind you that we have a few shout outs to do, William. Oh, yes, 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 yes. To our lovely Patreon subscribers. Thank you this week to Chris and Hunter. Thank you so much to Alison Scott and I want to give a special shout out to Alison because uh, she supports me on Land of Nod as well and I have often had a message over and back with her. Uh, she lives in Scotland, a country very dear to my heart and I just want to say I love you Alison, thanks so much. No problem, do you want to take that plug out of the sink Annie for me? <laughs> <laughs> Annie's now plugging her show non-stop, non-stop. I know, but go on. If you have any little ones, go to landofnodlearning.com where you can subject them to um, Annie. I promise I don't tell any scary stories at all. They're really very lovely. I don't even curse. I like I really hold my tongue throughout all of it. It's really quite amazing. But go on, will you have somebody else to say hello to? And also thank you to Nikki Woodward. Woodward. Thank you very much. Thanks, everybody, for subscribing. It means a lot and it helps us to uh, continue to grow the show and give you the stories that you want and if you'd like to sign up you can do um, at patreon.com forward slash mysteries of the unexplained where you will get a load of extra episodes and um, posts from us thank you you'll also get the pin to William's um, bank accounts and um, come on Which here are empty. come on here now with this story I want to know about this Cooneen ghost okay dim the lights turn on the record player here we go the Cooneen ghost it was in 1913 that our story starts. A widow woman called Mrs. Murphy lived in a mountain cottage near Brookborough in County Fermanagh with her son and five daughters. The problem seemed to begin following the unexpected death of Mr. Murphy. And this has in brackets, just so just so you know, the husband. To some of my lost track there with the Murphys already. <laughs> uh, due to a tragic accident. Oh. It began simply enough. The occasional knocking on the front door when someone answered it and opened the door, there was no one there. Now, that could be put down to local lads just messing around. But the knocking became more frequent. It wasn't just on the front door either, but on every door and window in the house. There were other strange happenings. Above the cottage was a room used for storage of hay. 
the room could only be accessed by a stone staircase outside on the side of the cottage. The family began to hear heavy footsteps coming from the room, but whenever anybody went to investigate, there was no one there. Mrs Murphy decided to ask some of her friends and neighbours to sit with her and to listen to the noises, but even though they heard the banging and footsteps, no one could explain it. Things began to take a turn for the worse. Now, before we continue, Annie, what's your thoughts so far? Big rat. Would you? Animal, animal type carrying on, would you? Yeah, like it's a hayloft, like, and should there be rats running rampant? And it was probably Mm. some, or a badger or something, I'd be thinking. I'd have to second that, Annie. I would have thought livestock? No, native wildlife. Mm. That's the word, right? Would have could have gotten in (laughs) and could have been making their nests and stuff in the hay. Like, it's prime location, the hay in the attic for them. Little ratties, I'd love that there. It'd be nice and warm and they could have millions of rat little babies and they'd all be scurrying about. It'd be lovely for them. Yeah, exactly. Now, Annie, you better sit down and put on next pair of knickers because I'm about to dial this paranormal, paranormal um, activity up to 500. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Things began to take a turn for the worse. Plates would suddenly lift into the air, fly across the room and smash against the cottage wall. Where's your rat now, you little bitch? <laughs> Pots and pans would follow (laughs) and music would suddenly begin to play. For some reason, the ghosts seemed to like the soldier's song and the boiling water. Sometimes the rapping sound followed the rhythm of the tunes. (laughs) Now I'm beginning to think that there's a drunk upstairs doing tap dancing on the wooden floor like to the soldier song and the boiling water just you know pisses the fire diddly 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 it kind of gives me the bell witch vibes do you remember remember that story that we did yeah I'm um, starting to think it's no longer Mr. Rat and his family no I'd like to retract my statement please (laughs) (laughs) the family also watched furniture moving on its own Mm -hmm. and in one of the bedrooms the bed lifted off the floor by several inches before crashing back down again Mm. Mrs Murphy became so scared for herself and her children she had to call in the services of the church oh Jesus Father Coyle of Maguire's Bridge paid a visit to the cottage and decided to see for himself what if any strange happenings occurred He was not to be disappointed. Strange shapes appeared and disappeared on the walls inside the cottage and he also witnessed pots and pans flying across the room on their own without any human intervention. The paranormal events were also witnessed by the MP Mr. Cahar Healy who, it is said, simply did not believe what he was seeing. Father Coyle described watching as blankets would rise and fall on an empty bed as if someone underneath was breathing. He also heard terrifying groans coming from the hay store upstairs. Upstairs. That would have been Jimmy asleep. (laughs) His chapter, the pop, couldn't make it home. Father Coyle was given permission to carry out not one Annie, but two 
two exorcisms in the cottage, which in and itself was extremely unusual, mm. for at that time very few exorcisms were carried out in Ireland. And a little um, a little note to this, this is um, also considered maybe one of the first exorcisms to be carried out in Ireland. Rumour has it. Get out. No, you get out. Get out. <laughs> Demon, get out. No, literally. See. Get out. Sorry? <laughs> Sorry, are you talking to me with that tone? Sorry. You daren't. Sorry, please continue. Unfortunately for the family, the exorcisms didn't work and the ghost continued to plague the family. The activity now started to get worse, as if the poltergeist resented the actions of the priest. <laughs> The Murphy's friends and neighbours even turned on the family, blaming the Murphys for practising witchcraft and bringing this horrifying entity upon themselves. Which is a very Irish thing to do, as witnessed here with me and the podcast. I constantly call Annie a witch. And it is ingrained in us to, to say witch, I think, is it? It is. Oh, absolutely. Now I am a witch, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I know. And it's debatable whether you're a white witch or a black witch, so jury's still out. <laughs> <laughs> I think the laugh gives it away. It was even suggested by some of the locals that Mrs. Murphy's son had found a book in the forest near Cooneen called The Legions of Doom. <gasps> it was said to give instructions on how to carry out satanic rituals and conjure up demons. The son was said to have developed an unhealthy interest in the spirit world and some people suggest that he tried to raise a demonic spirit in the cottage. To Mrs. Murphy, these accusations were the final straw. It was bad enough that no one seemed willing to help her. She was trying to cope on her own with six children and no husband. She was scared stiff and now on top of everything, the people she thought were her friends and family had turned against her and her children. She decided to pack up her bags and flee to America. In 1913, they first went to Glasgow in Scotland and from there they boarded a vessel to America, leaving the poltergeist and all her troubles behind Mrs. Murphy. Though that was not the end of it. She was badly mistaken. To her surprise and horror, the poltergeist had followed them on the ship and the banging and rapping once more began. Apparently it is well documented that passengers on board complained to the captain about the strange noises coming from the Murphy's cabin. The captain was forced to confront Mrs Murphy and told her that if she didn't stop the noise, then he would be forced to put her off the ship. She tried to explain to the captain about the poltergeist, but of course he didn't believe her. Sailors are an extremely superstitious lot. The last thing he would have wanted was rumours beginning to spread about the ghost on board his ship. They seemed to have come to an understanding, for she was allowed to remain on board and eventually arrived in America. Having arrived in America, the Murphys found a new home, but the ghost followed them and the haunting continued for some time. Eventually, the strange happenings became less and less, and without any explanation, they stopped completely, allowing the family to begin to live a new life, as best they could. Unfortunately, it was to have a terrible effect upon one of the Murphy girls. 
It is said that she was so traumatised by these situations that she spent most of her life in a mental institution in America. However, what happened to the ghost? The old cottage in County Fermanagh is still there today and the locals will give you directions to it if you ask them. When you stand outside, you get an uneasy feeling. But when you enter inside, the first thing you'll notice is the cold. And if you felt uneasy outside, well, that is nothing to what you would feel once you stand inside. It is said that the ghostly presence is still evident there today. In recent times, people have used the house as a drinking den. There are beer cans, bottles, cigarette butts scattered throughout the cottage. Some of the locals will tell you, it's all youngsters daring each other to tell ghost stories in the house on Halloween. The funny thing is, some people have said they have felt the presence of an angry angry man who didn't want you there. There may be some truth in the matter. Some will say it's haunted, some will tell you to cop yourself on. There's no such thing as ghosts. All I'll say is that it's unlikely you'll come in contact with the Kooning poltergeist. But there is certainly something not quite right about the cottage. Would you spend the night there alone? And again? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you would. Are you fucking mad? Are you fucking mad? I'd go and have a few drinks there before a night on the town, like loosen myself up, yeah. like with the locals. I'd like go have a few drinks. Yeah, pre-drinks. Like obviously that's right. what that's what youngsters are using it for. And I like I'm down with the kids. I'd go have a few bottles of Blue Wicked, but I wouldn't be fucking staying there for the night. Whichever fuck off for yourself. I just have a mental image of um, a thirty. How old are you now? Thirty-six-year-old woman standing in a, a dilapidated cottage, smoking a butt off a bag <laughs> uh, with seventeen-year-old. Just been like, hey, yes. I'll thank you not to be bringing up my age. Um, but uh, that's neither here nor there, William. And you're coming up close behind me and looking worse for it. And I would just uh, like to say that um, I've often been invited to an empty cottage to have a few drinks. And yeah. I've been invited for more, let me have it be said. But anyway, oh, I, I would have a few drinks there. I would. I'd wear my dress that I got for the teenage disco and I'd bait on down there and smoke a few fags and have a few bottles of cider. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I'd be going off to the disco after. I wouldn't be staying at all. No, would you? Would you stay there? I, I would, but I'd only stay there with you. So it looks like we're not going. Um, <laughs> what I did find interesting about the story was the fact that the captain was like, if you don't stop those noises, I'm going to throw you off the ship. What, into the ocean with my other children? Sorry, are you a monster? I I don't think you should be um I don't think you should be in control of a ship of people if you're fucking if your mentality is that a few knocks is like throw them overboard. That I don't think this is the career for you. Yeah, well maybe he didn't want to be causing like, you know, mutiny on the ship with everyone thinking that it's haunted and possessed. I think I know what happened anyway. I bet she killed a husband. Oh, I didn't think of that, Annie. I bet she killed the That's husband. Good. And because they said that there was a, an angry man, a spirit of an angry man. I bet you want Mrs. Murphy killed the husband because she was having an affair with a fella down the road. They were rolling around. Oh. Up, they were rolling around up in the hayloft. And then the husband came back and he was like, I'm going to haunt the place you were riding the neighbour. And I'm going to scare the living bejesus out of you. And I don't even know if those children are mine anyway. So I don't care. I don't care. 
if they end up in a mental hospital and he came back and haunted okay now I feel like you're the husband because you're you have details yeah. detailed information about this and then when they were going to America he was like you needn't think you're going without me <laughs> I'm getting on that boat <laughs> oh. I am getting on that boat you think if you came back as a spirit you wouldn't hang around in fucking Fermanagh where it's been raining since the fucking plague and like it's as cold and as bleak would you not go off to fucking Ibiza or somewhere have a bit of crack for yourself. You could haunt somebody over there. Yeah, and then to subject yourself on a fucking boat to America in 1913. Like, ugh, vomit. You're dead. You don't have to just fucking fuck off up into the fucking white light. Fucking, what? Like, he sounds like a bit of a dose. Like, just fucking sitting in the cabin rapping on the fucking wood. I know. Would you get up out of it and fucking go on? <laughs> and he's kind of like an unemployed ghost or something. It's like, come on and get a fucking. He doesn't want to be a guardian angel. That's no, 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 no. I think he just, uh, yeah, he got kind of, he, had, he, he, he said he'd hang around there now and he'd annoy her for a little while and he was going to feck off. But then when he, when she decided mm. she was going to start a new life in America, he was like, you didn't mm. Jesus think you're going without me? I spent my whole life in Fermanagh. I'm, I want to go somewhere yeah. nice. I want to go somewhere nice. And you know it is interesting because once they get to America, then you know, oh yeah, old Jimmy is kind of like, oh Jesus, this is alright over here. I'll fucking go on. So <laughs> yes, you know? that's why he fucked off. <laughs> he got the, yeah, he fucked off. He then. got he he hitchhiked down to Mexico at a right L time for himself. Well, he's gone somewhere else anyway. And poor fucking Mrs. Murphy then with the ki- children. Oh, stop! God love her. Hanging out of her. If I had been, anyway, if I had, God on her. if and rest her soul. If I had been, I would have been that girl that ended up in the mental institution. <laughs> I would have been. Do the you know child. what, Annie? I didn't want to say, but if it was a movie, I would cast you in her role. Yeah, I would absolutely. I'd have the kind of, yeah. I kind of have the wandering. I'd have the wandering eye and the fucking unbrushable hair. Like I'd be the one. Yeah, and unfairness. I think I would have been the son, found in the book, like. Very Prue Halliwell kind of vibes. If you, if you, I, I, I warned you last week. If <laughs> if you bring up that fucking show on this on our show, like infecting our show with that crap, just come on now. That's right, guys. We are now going to be starting a Patreon of Charmed episode <laughs> seven from season one. We're going to go back and dissect every single episode. This will be starting on the 1st of May, so you can tune in then. It's also an extra 50 euros for that particular package, but I believe it's well worth it. We'll even act out some of the scenes and have special guests like Prue Halliwell herself. So tune in, guys, 1st of May, OK? Actually, that might be a good idea. Not going to lie. I, I wouldn't. I, in the I, pandemic, these people aren't working, so they're going to fucking do it. <laughs> I'd quit the show. If we had to review episodes of Charmed, I would actually just quit the show. Like between that and Buffy the Vampire, I just, I cannot. I, I just won't. I refuse. And don't be If ta- anyone would like us to review Charmed episodes, please, please, please send all your messages in. Thank you. I'll take, um, if we get more than one, yes. We'll do it. No, <laughs> although fair, that, fair, th- that would be the majority on the polls that we take. But no, I don't think that that's fair. Um, could you please move on to the next segment of the show? Thank you. I have a life. Sorry, to Annie, I'll have to stop you there now because we have to get on with the next segment. So, uh, what's, what's this? Oh, if you've got a question or got to find out an answer, all you gotta do is ask Annie anything. 
Are you after changing my? I changed it. Do you like are it? Are you after changing my? No. I like it too. No. I like it too. No, because I just had some of our fans on the Facebook group this week saying that it is a a bona fide number one hit. But I got to do it. Um, I got to do it Beyonce style this week. Just fucking do it, Annie. Get it over with. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Absolutely painful. Annie, what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? <laughs> Having sex. Oh, re- yeah, okay. Yeah, I just... Just straight to the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't know you were going to ask me that question, but, like, I just yeah, think it's yeah. so gas. Like, it's so gas. If you could see yourself, if you could see yourself, I think the most ridiculous thing in the world to do is to make a sex video and to think you look good. You look like monkeys in the zoo. That's what you look like. Like, it's not sexy and it's not, like... It's great crack and all that, but you look... You just look like an animal. You just look like an animal in the zoo because that's all you really are. And if you think you look great when you're doing it, well, you're absolutely delusional. Thank you, next. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Annie. What would the world be like if it was filled with male and female copies of you? (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, it would be probably some socialist republic gone very, very wrong. <laughs> like, very wrong. And there would have been a genocidal war by now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And there would be a high... Would it just be a world <laughs> in complete turmoil? Oh, absolutely. Now, we would have had ideals at one stage and we would have tried to get organised and, like, uh, you know... Um, try and create a utopia for all but it would have went really yeah. badly wrong because we're just too highly neurotic and not <laughs> organised enough to make it work like full of ideals but no actual practical knowledge <laughs> it just and also there would be a lot of IT problems thank you oh my god yeah you would the internet wouldn't be available I don't know like it'd be stones like it'd be stones and (laughs) and square wheels kind of thing yeah yeah I don't want to go there I don't want to go there it's the type of place that if um, we discovered we'd be like leave them off leave them off like keep your distance a- like that. <laughs> aliens would come down and they'd be like ah no we may give these ones another million years like for some sort <laughs> of evolution like there's nothing happening here it'd be like, and I'd be like oh yeah I like you I like you too and I'd say if you wound down your window there'd be a distinct smell <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 it'd be like oh fuck. you know it'd be wind that back up um, and back away slowly oh my god like, oh, look, look at then I, then it would be like this as as in your spaceship as the aliens kind of back away to be like oh fuck look at your hand <laughs> they'd, they'd look at the window and you just be, you just be doing a scuttery one on the ground just not and then off you pop <laughs> Okay, Annie. Now, first, I have the next one is kind of more interesting, a bit, bit um, different. I want you to first think of a product, just any product. Um, if you got, tell me when you have it in your mind, you don't say it. What, like a beauty product or a food, anything? Anything. Now, don't say it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And now, Annie, what would be the absolute worst brand name for for the product you've chosen? <laughs> what is the product for certain? Pizza. And what would be the worst brand name that you could think for your pizza? Dog shite pizza. <laughs> okay. Oh, the news is here. The news is here. It certainly is. I can hear it in my ear, so we're going to have to move on there. Stop changing our... Stop changing your teepees. Stop it. I did not agree to this. I, did, I thought you would have. I thought you would have been interested in that. Sorry, were you not at our marketing meeting last Tuesday? No, I did not agree to any changes. <laughs> Guys, I have a terrible paranormal story that's come into my news desk, and I'd ask everybody just to sit down for starters. <laughs> if you're listening to this in the night time, I'd wait until it's daylight because I can't. I can't be responsible for this. Okay. Are we all in agreement? Just come on with it, you absolute drama queen. <sighs> a startled head teacher has spotted a spooky ghost, <gasps> seemingly of a Victorian boy, in a picture taken inside a building which is 120 years old. 
Bill Bradbury snapped the photo in an alleyway that runs under Victoria Hall in Bolton, Greater Manchester. <laughs> oh my god! Sharing the picture online, he thought that it would be of pure historical interest. But then Annie spotted local spotted a ghostly presence staring out from the building from the building in the background. This area is unusual and I, I, I suspect little explored, he said. It is below the level of the ma- it is below the level of much of Bolton Town Centre, being at the level of the River Crowell. And is a reminder of an older Bolton, much more of which would have been at that level. Thus I thought it would be of interest to others. I only saw the face when somebody pointed it out in the photo. In Bill's pictures, a head and shoulder seems to be visible in a sealed up window frame opposite. One viewer commented, There's definitely a boy <laughs> at the top left. Looks like he's got old Victorian clothes on. Brilliant. I love a ghostly pic. Another commented, Who's that behind the window at the bottom of the alley? I can see a young boy. It looks like an ultra boy. <laughs> One more said, The little boy in the window looks ghostly. Mr. Bradbury reckons that it's just a trick of the eye. Nonetheless, the historic building overhead is reputed to be haunted. Visitors <laughs> to Victoria Hall, which once opened in 1900, have reported hearing spooky voices and felt a spectral touch on their shoulders. Some believe the venue, which is home to the Bolton Methodist Mission, is haunted by a ghost called Ada, a member of the church in the 1950s. It's one of several haunted places in the city, according to the Bolton News, including two pubs and the town hall itself. Uh, I'm going to show you the picture of, and it's, this is disgraceful. That's all I can say. What? Disgraceful. (laughs) Um, I'm going to have to send it to you via email, Annie. So if you could bear, if you could bear with me for a minute you are being you are being more annoying today than usual and it's not me it's you (laughs) it's definitely you and can I just say Bill (laughs) is the most boring man I have ever met in my life he is annoying me I just I'm sorry I don't know him as a person but I feel like I do because you channeled him and uh, he nearly made me fall asleep yeah, he's very bold. He's he, Bill's going around taking pictures of alleys. <laughs> you know, that's the highlight of his fucking life. He wasn't um, at all. He was out cruising. He was out cruising. Okay, well, maybe he was. I don't know. We can't stand over that, Annie. But what I can say for sure is that this story will be told. Bill's going to be telling this story until he dies. Like he's going to be going on. Once I had a picture of an alleyway, and I never. What happened was I uploaded it to the Facebook, and that was all right. I went and got me dinner and came back in, looked at my phone. My phone was hot, and I said, "Hold on a minute, here, Bill. What are you doing? You pressed the button on it by accident or summit. So anyway, I went and told my Facebook, and here they're all talking about a little boy. I said there was no little boy in the alley. I couldn't really believe it. Well. So well, anyway. well, he, people will look, send look me in the, the fucking window. picture. There's a little, 
There's a little boy. Send me the fucking picture. Little boy in winter. And I said to myself, hold up here, look, put on my glasses, went and looked at window. Flaming hell, I said to myself, I had to sit down. Here, little boy in window. And I tell you, that there didn't see no little boy at all. I'm looking at this photo. Can you see it? No! No, but can you, did you get the link, I mean? Yeah, like I have it here, but there's no little boy. There's nothing in the picture. I don't understand it. It's like one of these things where you're like, you, you stare at the picture for 30 seconds then you look away and there's a picture of Beyonce. Do you know one of those pictures? It's like, look at the yeah, red dot. Yeah, yeah, there, But there's no red dot and there's nothing. It's just nothing. It's nothing. It's a window. There's a little bit of lighter plaster where it's been boarded up or something like that. But there is absolutely no face in that window. But I don't understand how they got a boy. Like from far away from the far we will send this to you listeners so you can see from far away I can see that maybe they thought the white bit was like shoulders or something but it's just oh, okay. it's just uh, like a bit of white plaster in the shape of an arc like a half moon shape and they thought that that was shoulders I like no like stop this badness just wrap it up I'm done with Bill and I'm done with all of it and Bolton I'm never going there there's no ghost no no I apologise profusely for Annie's um, absolute cuntiness. <laughs> but anyway, join us next week where we will have another episode. And we'll be on episode number 18. That's one and eight. So uh, thanks very much. And if you can, if you need more, if you're like, oh, give me more, give me more. You give know me, what to do. Give sign me up to more, give for me Sarah more, just sign give up me, to it. give me more. Come on, Will. Let- and Britney Spears will be playing a set. Thank you. Uh, join us next week for more mysteries, mysteries of the, the Unexplained. Let's have a Britney Spears house party. Come on, let's go. Woo! No tang. <laughs> <laughs>
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.